All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 65 of Posio's Picks. Today is Thursday, March 24th, and after what felt like the longest three days ever without tournament games, we are finally back. Those first three days after that opening weekend where there's no games, it's always the worst. The tournament just fries your brain for four days. Sunday night, you can't even think about basketball anymore, and then when Monday night rolls around, there's nothing to watch but NIT. You need it, and it's not there. I'm glad it's back. Some straight-up unbelievable matchups tonight. We cannot wait for these games to unfold. So, without further ado, let's just get right into these games. Before we do, though, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Pickett. You guys know about Pickett already. Pickett is a brand-new app. It's perfect for anyone that bets. Pickett is an app that automatically tracks your bets for you. Not only does it track your bets... You can follow other people on the app, follow your friends, see every single bet they take, tell them why you're tailing, why you're fading, all that good stuff. Pickett has really made some great improvements, and it is perfect for tracking your bets during March Madness. So download Pickett on the App Store. Be sure to use our promo code POSIOSPICKS for up to a $100 bonus that goes right to your Venmo account. That's P-I-K-K-I-T on the App Store. Okay. First game of the slate tonight, obviously Sweet 16. Arkansas is taking on Gonzaga. Gonzaga are 9.5-point favorites. Arkansas is coming off of a all-time tournament just stink game against New Mexico State. A terrible game to watch. Both teams played awful. Arkansas just played less awful. Gonzaga's coming off of that nice comeback win against Memphis. We've kind of seen what has given Gonzaga trouble this year, and that's multiple bigs that they can throw at Timmy and Chet. Memphis was a good example of that. They had a lot of trouble in the first half. Arkansas does have a few bigs they can throw at them. I personally don't think Arkansas has enough to keep up with them, especially at the guard position. I think they can keep this game a little close at least and not get blown out. This is a ton of points for the Sweet 16. I know it's Gonzaga. But I'm going to have to take Arkansas plus 10. It's the must-bust in March, and 10 points is a lot, especially down the stretch here. So give me Arkansas plus 10. Yeah, I agree with you. But I think, I mean, this line is a little weird. Like you said, it's a little high. It's Gonzaga. They're in Cali. I'm going to go with a little first-half play. I'm going to take Gonzaga first-half minus 5. I just feel like Arkansas has struggled in the first half. The first couple games, they, they start slow. And if they start slow against Gonzaga, it, it's going to be bad. I mean, they could blow them out from the start. Who knows? But Gonzaga likes to play fast pace, as we've seen all year. Arkansas is in the middle. I mean, sometimes they play fast. Sometimes they play very slow. So give me Gonzaga minus five first half in this game. I really like that play, actually. I might add that to my card. Well, let me let me sit on it for a second. Let me think about it. But that's a great play. Okay, next game, Michigan taking on Villanova. Villanova are five-point favorites. Michigan's coming off a great win against Tennessee, obviously. Villanova coming off of a really solid performance against Ohio State. When we get into the tournament is kind of when everyone starts to realize that Villanova sort of plays this like tournament style of ball all year round. Sometimes it works for them. Sometimes it doesn't, but they've looked really, really solid. 
these first couple games. It obviously concerns me that Villanova doesn't have a true big, and Hunter Dickinson is playing really, really well right now. But the way Villanova moves the ball on offense, like Max always says, cuts, bounce passes, screens, I think it's going to create some problems for Michigan on defense. Also, Villanova's full of experience. They should be able to effectively double-team Dickinson if they have to. I like the matchups here team-wise, so I'm going to take Villanova to cover the five points against Michigan. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. I can definitely see Michigan winning. I mean, I can. All, all this noise that Michigan's saying, oh, you know, we heard all the noise all year and all this. You were supposed to be this good. You were supposed to be this good. You have the same guys that you were supposed to have. You are ranked top five. This is where you were supposed to be. I, I respect, you know. They they won two good games, but I'm going to take Villanova to cover here. So give me Villanova minus five in this one. Yeah, I mean, you guys know I love Nova. This game scares me a lot just because the way Michigan's been playing. Obviously, two really good wins. I mean, beating Tennessee was a great win for them. Like you said, it's going to be tough for Nova, but I think Samuels or whoever they throw at Dickinson is going to give them a tough time. They're going to throw maybe Gillespie leaves and doubles, makes Collins uncomfortable as a freshman. I just trust Jay Wright in this position. He's been here before. Jawan Howard's still young in his coaching career. I mean, they've been here, what, five straight times, but... You're going against Villanova, who's been here way more. So give me Nova just because you got Gillespie at the helm, veteran guard against possibly a freshman. Maybe if Devontae Jones plays still, I think Gillespie has the advantage. So give me the Cats minus five as well. Next game on the slate, Texas Tech taking on Duke. This game is a pick em. One of the games that we really, really wanted to see going into this tournament. We've got it. Red Raiders coming off a bit of a struggle against Notre Dame. They got it done in the end. Duke obviously coming off of that MSU win. Thought we had them for a second. Just Duke really just turned it up at the end. And they were able to close out a game, which was a good side for them because they struggled with that this year. Flat out, I really think this defense is going to be way too much for Duke. Obviously not a lot of experience on this Duke team. Texas Tech has experience. They've got that advantage. Duke has struggled defensively, especially lately, which I think eliminates that possibility of Texas Tech going on that drought that they sometimes seem to go on. I think Texas Tech has the advantage here, and I can't lie, it would be kind of cool to see them get punched in the mouth and Coach K is on his way out with a bad loss, so... All bias aside and all that noise aside, I do like Texas Tech for all those reasons. Give me the Red Raiders money line in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the defense never rests. Duke, like you said, we've seen it. Sometimes they're either on or off. I think this team, if they get one player going, I think everyone feeds off it and they look like the best team in the country. But sometimes if they don't get going... Paulo's not getting his calls to go into the layup. Mark Williams isn't getting his. They get frustrated, and they feed off that. Then they turn it over, and then, 
I mean, Texas Tech will bury this team if that happens. Their defense, they get out on transition. They get easy buckets. They've been playing well all year. we got to go with the Red Raiders here. Give me Red Raiders' money line as well. Last game on the slate, Houston is taking on Arizona. Arizona are one-and-a-half-point favorites. God, this game I've been a little back and forth on because if you've been listening to us for a long time, you know how much I love Houston. I've loved them all year. But recently, I've loved Arizona as well. If Houston has Marcus Sasser and Tremont Mark playing in this game, there's no doubt in my mind I'd be taking Houston. But they don't have those guys. They just don't. Houston's a man's team. They all crash the boards. They all hustle. They play really hard. But the thing that I think is going to help counter that is just Arizona's pure size. Arizona is the biggest team in the country. Ben Matherin is one of the best players left in this tournament, and he's playing like it right now. Ultimately, I just think Arizona has a bit too much and has the ability to counter all of those Houston strengths. Even though it's the Cougs, and I love them, I have to take Arizona here. They're obviously my bracket pick. But besides that, I just think they have a little bit too much for Houston. So give me Arizona money line to close out the night. Yeah, this game's tough. Like you said, I've been back and forth as well. I'm going to go with Arizona too. Like you said, Matherin's playing probably his best basketball all year, and it's the perfect time for him. I feel like Houston will do a good job at shutting him down, but I think that Kirk Creasa, like we said all year, is the X factor. And Coloco down low. I mean, if they get their buckets, Creasa a couple assists, maybe a couple threes. He doesn't need to drop 15. He needs to get 10 points, 5 assists, get to the cup, play good defense. And this team feeds off that. I mean, this team works together so well. Moving the ball, get an extra pass. They make shots. They can score. I mean, and like you said, the size down low. So give me Arizona money line as well to close out the night. All right. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Posios Picks. You'll get notified whenever we upload an episode and whenever we upload a pick we don't talk about on the show. Also, be sure to follow us over on Pickett, also at Posios Picks. We've really been growing a lot on Pickett. We appreciate all you guys who follow us over there. You can see those extra picks that we add along with some good analysis. Good luck to everyone on their bets tonight. Good luck to everyone on their picks this weekend. We're going to have an episode for these games this weekend, so stay tuned. Be ready to go on those. We will see you guys tomorrow.